0: Hey everyone, here's seven things that most people don't understand about Bitcoin. So today, I wanted to go briefly through a few things that most people don't understand, even if you've been doing this for a while. My goal is to make this useful for you, even if you are a beginner, okay? P.S. I'm not going to go through all the typical ones. The government's going to ban it. It's a Ponzi scheme. There's no intrinsic value, etc. For all of those, I will refer you to an excellent article that basically busts every single one of those arguments into little tiny pieces. Um, I've linked it right there. If you have any like specific questions that you know have been... I've gone over a million times. Make sure you click that. But anyway, here's some ones I think that people miss. But number one, Bitcoin is like a stock. I hear this one way too much. Technically, a stock is valued at, its, at the discount of its future cash flows, right? Put simply, that means that the business underneath it is supposedly what is determining the price of that stock. Now, I know we've seen stocks go through the roof even during a pandemic, so obviously there is a lot of wiggle room there, okay? But Bitcoin is not like a stock because it doesn't get overvalued the more that the price goes up, okay? A stock gets overvalued because it values a company that only produces $100 million in revenue at $700 billion or whatever, right? That makes sense. But Bitcoin actually gets more valuable as the price rises. Why? Why? Think of it like Facebook. When Facebook had one user, how valuable was it? Not very, right? 10,000 users? Okay, that's pretty valuable. One million users? That's really valuable. And two billion monthly active users? Yeah, you get the idea. At its core, Bitcoin is a network effect, not a stock. There are no cash flows underneath it in which to value it. Its value comes from the network, and as the network grows, the price goes up. It really is that simple. Number two, it's in a bubble, Saying it is in a bubble is kind of like saying that Facebook was in a bubble in 2012. That didn't work out for people so well. In fact, it's kind of like saying that the internet is in a bubble in 1997. Actually, it's exactly like that. Check out this tweet from Willy Woo. It says, in terms of adoption, Bitcoin has roughly the same users as the internet had in 1997, but Bitcoin's growing faster. Next four years on its current path will bring Bitcoin users to 1 billion people. That's the equivalent of 2005 for the internet. Wow. Number three, it's going to crash soon because it always does. Actually, no. Sure, there are ups and downs. Anytime something goes from literally worth $0 to $1 trillion in the span of 12 years, there will be some ups and downs. Sorry to break it to you. However, saying a crash is imminent honestly isn't looking at the chart. Um, This is going to hurt your brain, okay? (laughs) Okay. Humans aren't good at understanding the exponential te- anything that's exponential technology. See my number one most recommended book for 2021, which is Jeff Booth, The Price of Tomorrow. If this cycle follows the pattern of the last one, we still have a long way to go. You see that blip in 2017 where the price went from 1K to 20K? That's where we are right now. The price peaked in December of 2017. Actually, four years ago today, on February 22nd, 2017, the price was $1,123. Four years ago, wow, $1,000. And we all wish we would have bought more Bitcoin back then. gonna make that bigger. (laughs) So if history repeats itself, we still have 20x up from here this year. I'm not saying that will happen, but I am sure... That I, sh- that I wouldn't be selling any Bitcoin at this moment. I know, it's insane. Number four, Grayscale buys an insane amount of Bitcoin and those coins are never coming back on the market, never. For those who don't know, Grayscale is one of the largest buyers of Bitcoin in the world, okay? Um, as you can see from the chart, Grayscale currently has almost $35 billion worth of Bitcoin. Every time someone buys a share of Grayscale, they buy Bitcoin. Uh, Grayscale buys Bitcoin, excuse me, let me put that in, let me put that in there. Grayscale buys Bitcoin. Uh, is Bitcoin. Sorry, I'm editing as we go, guys. I don't have time for this. <laughs> the crazy part is, even if someone sells their shares of Grayscale, they don't sell the Bitcoin. It's a complicated back-end agreement, but here's the gist of it, okay? Without a redemption program, GBTC essentially can only purchase Bitcoin but not sell it. The only scenario that GBTC sells Bitcoin is to cover trust fees and expenses. So according to just in practice here, according to Grayscale Financial Statement, GBTC sold 3,000, 3,000 and 4,000 Bitcoins to pay fees in the years of 2017, 2018 and 2019 while they bought... 7,000, 32,000, and 61,000 Bitcoins in those years. And they bought way more these past two years. So why does this matter? Have you ever heard of supply and demand? Obviously, there are only 21 million Bitcoin. Having someone buying this insane amount of Bitcoin every day with zero intention or even ability to sell those coins does only one thing for the price. It goes up. Okay. Number five, Bitcoin is expensive and Ethereum and Dogecoin are cheap. First of all, do you want gold to be cheap? If gold was cheap, wouldn't that make it lose some of its allure? Um, What's the point of a gold necklace if the gold isn't actually valuable? The same is true of the digital version of gold, Bitcoin. The more expensive it gets, the more rare it gets, and the more people want it. Sure, Ethereum and Dogecoin are cheaper in dollar terms right now, but how many of them are there? I'll wait. The answer is no one really knows. You're buying something that doesn't have a fixed supply that isn't scarce and that has sketchy, if not downright scammy technology behind it. I can go into all the details here, but I think the best analogy is this. Imagine you, are, you only get one shot at proposing to the woman of your dreams. Ladies, you're going to have to just go with this. Are you going to present her with a diamond, which is scarce, rare, valuable, or are you going to hand her a ring pop? I personally prefer to go with a diamond, particularly where my money is concerned. P-S-S-S-S for people that are very new, You don't have to buy a whole Bitcoin. You can buy $5 worth. Number six, it's risky, volatile, kind of like gambling. Okay, I said I wouldn't do the really common misconceptions that have been debunked multiple times by people way smarter than me. Do your own research. Oh, wait. That's why I wanted to write about this one. Literally, the only reason I've ever seen for someone to think that Bitcoin is akin to gambling is that they haven't done their research, and that's okay. If everyone had already done their research, Bitcoin would already be $10 million a coin, and we wouldn't be able to buy a whole coin to save our lives. Also, one of the best responses to this argument is, It's been the best performing asset over the past decade, literally better than anything else. So unless you are trying to trade it and make money in one day, if you would have just bought and held it, you would have outperformed literally everyone. Remind me how that is risky again. Number seven, the smartest people in the world are in this space. There's not much else to say other than that. If you think that Bitcoin is only for drug dealers and criminals, you need to hurry up and get educated. If you simply follow me on Twitter, I've linked it there. I'm at kale underscore Abe. You will see this immediately. I'm talking about billionaires, savants, quants, hedge fund managers, S&P 500, CEOs, statisticians, engineers, software wizards. Just go check it out. One letter isn't going to convince anyone, and again, you got to do your own research. So I'll see you guys all tomorrow. Crazy day for me. Sorry to cut this one a little bit short, but if you aren't subscribed, what the hell are you doing? It's free for 30 days. Love you guys, and I'll see you tomorrow. Peace.